Hello, welcome to another episode of Seeking Mount Parnassus. Um, what are? What is it? What are we doing? What are we seeking? Funny you should ask that, because I've been doing some writing lately about what we're seeking, so I'm going to just read uh, an excerpt from some of the writing. We are seeking engagement with life, with our own lives, with each other's lives. We are seeking to preserve a way of life that is actually a way of life, of aliveness rather than death. We are seeking freedom from false selves, from social pressures, from political correctness, from thought control in all forms. We are seeking a space and place in which true connection, free thinking, real engagement, and actual sharing can take place. We are seeking ways to help others wake up and reconnect with themselves, each other, all of life, the earth, the universe. We are seeking love. We are seeking the feeling of being truly known, known for our deepest essence, our real beating heart, our griefs, our fears, our joys, our aspirations, and being appreciated and accepted completely for all of those things. We want to take the small ember of love left burning in our hearts and in the world and blow on it to make it glow more strongly, to put new kindling into the fire and watch the ember catch on to it and build into a raging, beautiful flame. We do not know if it is possible to reach into the degraded, shut down, disconnected, and disoriented consciousness now pervading society with a torch or even a candle, carrying this quality of aliveness and love. Will it be completely snuffed out? Ignored? Irrelevant? Perhaps. But we have not yet given up hope that there are still others out there who want to continue living as free beings in love with the world, who want to nurture and defend their own qualities of aliveness, awakeness, intelligence, fierceness, creativity, and freedom. We do believe that you are out there. You, another awake human with a beating heart, with an active mind, with a feeling of love in your body and deep memory of aliveness in your soul. We believe you exist and are also seeking everything we are seeking. So we are putting out this beacon as a small light in the darkness that threatens to overshadow us completely and invite you to join us on the path to Mount Parnassus. If we can meet there and bring our small flames together, we can blow on them and feed into them wholesome fuel and tend them together as they grow into a magnificent blaze. Wow. Dear God. <laughs> that was one hell of a piece there. Holy shit. Thank you, dear. And now a poem. Tender. Who will keep the flame? Tend the ember. Blow your eternal lung energy directly on the red-orangey glow. Who will see the smoke in the dewy morning? Who has the spark within? Last night's smoke, today's fire. Who will keep the flame? Tend the tender. Blow your eternal lung furnace directly on the red spot. Blow, motherfucker. The ember is weak. The smoke calls out to you. 
blow your eternal lung energy directly on the red orangey glow. Beautiful. Thank you. And your your poem was partly an inspiration for that piece that I wrote. I mean, you wrote that poem before I wrote this piece, and I had read it. And we, you know, I think we're we're always working with this image of the flame and the ember, and we we have a lot of fires actually in person. You're an excellent fire builder and tender. <laughs> so yeah, I think they they came together. I was thinking that when you read it, that it's an inspiration, and isn't that the point? of art really the point of sharing it is to inspire Mm. just is another good fire metaphor really with inspiring and breathing breathing in breathing onto bringing in oxygen building like bellows with the lungs like you wrote Mm. yes uh last night we watched a documentary about buddhists and their um building a sand sand mandala uh, during one of the par- parts, they had these uh, Buddhists or these monks. No, they weren't monks. They were just regular people. They were traveling from somewhere in India or Tibet to go circumambulate this mountain. But along the path, they brought with them uh, yak dung to use as a fuel to burn. Hmm. To, to make their tea. Mm. All they really brought with them was yak butter and some yak dung and a bellows. What more do you need? Mm. I mean, holy shit. Mm. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this fits really well with leading into today's theme with the airy side, what we want to talk about, what we're going to start talking about is the change of the nodes of the moon from Taurus and Scorpio, where they were for a year and a half, to Aries and Libra. And they moved July 12th. They'll be there another year and a half, I believe, into January, what would that be, 2025. Yeah. Um, so in brief the nodes of the moon are astrological points they're not actual bodies in the sky they they have to do with the moon's axis and it's or you know how it how it moves um so they're they're calculations basically the Mm -hmm. nodes and they move retrograde always so that's why they've moved backwards from scorpio into libra from taurus into aries but in the school of astrology that I am trained in, in evolutionary astrology, the nodes of the moon are really key. And the south node has to do with our karmic past and analyzing the south node gives us information about our past lives and all of the things that we brought into this lifetime. And the north node represents something of a spiritual north star of our direction of growth and evolution. So we each have, in our birth charts, we have the nodes in certain signs, and then they are also moving uh, on a regular basis, so about a year and a half to switch. So then when the nodes are in a set of signs, there's all these themes that are being activated, karmic themes and questions. And now we're in this Aries Libra time, and you and I both have so much Aries Libra 
stuff going on that we thought we should start talking about what what that means what are the archetypes what are some of the themes so this is the first of of probably many over the next year and a half of what's happening with aries libra yeah Um, we can't help talking about aries and libra energy because i'm an aries sun with a libra moon and a libra south node Uh, katana is a aries rising with um what else do you have, Libra? Pluto and Plu- Saturn. Yeah, Pluto and Saturn and Libra. In Libra and this and the ruler of the South Node, which I can discuss, but another key point. Yeah, it's key in our in our relationship that we have. We have this energy constantly uh, flowing between us. Aries at direct action and Libra's um, polite uh, lies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So mm-hmm. uh, we're we're constantly figuring out with each other and our with our own selves and our own interactions with with the world and our, and every people all people we meet. Mm-hmm. How do we direct this energy between direct action and polite dishonesty? Like uh, Stephen Forrest said in his recent talk that we listened yeah. to the other day. Yeah, yeah, and I guess to just start out, we should give some introductions to. These archetypes, um, Aries is the warrior archetype and is very much, like you said, about direct action, about present awareness in the now, mm-hmm. uh, and not a lot of forethought or review of the past. It's very much in the moment, taking action, which is very much you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have, so you have the Aries sun with mm-hmm. Jupiter conjunct your sun mm-hmm. in Aries. In the 12th house. In the 12th house with your Aries North Node. So mm-hmm. quite quite a strong Aries. And then because you have moon in Libra, it's you were born in a full moon. Mm-hmm. So the moon was in Libra opposite your sun in Aries. Right. So there's a one place you always will have Aries Libra tension. Mm-hmm. Then your nodes, also Aries Libra. Right. So it's it's a double whammy <laughs> it's a trip it's actually a triple whammy it's a triple whammy. because right now the nodes yeah. themselves not just for me but yeah. for all people exactly. on planet earth have yes. switched yes for the next year and a half from aries uh, north yeah. node uh, libra south node yeah so we, it's not just me and you that are no. going to be feeling this energy no. all people are going to be affected by by the libra south node and aries north node energy yeah which um it's pretty much just a basic thing. Are you able to, to just be yourself and tell the truth mm. and and act, mm. or are you are you stuck in this mm-hmm. this this old pattern of doing things you don't want to do mm. for the sake of uh, dip, being diplomatic? Mm-hmm. Do you want to prevent a skirmish at the um, expense of your own? dissatisfaction right. to to, to right. please right. To, to please both sides yeah because libra so aries is a warrior libra is a peacemaker mm-hmm. or the diplomat like you said so the aries inclination is to smooth things or the libra excuse me would be to smooth things over and try to make peace bring reconciliation get everybody on the same page how do we bring harmony which are excellent traits qualities Mm -hmm. but we're talking about the the shadow side of that and 
interesting in terms of the collective impact my generation so people born from 1971 to 1984 all have pluto in libra so everybody with pluto in libra this time of the libra south node transiting it's going to touch your pluto at some point because it's in libra so the south node transiting pluto is going to be intense you could actually speak to that because you are pluto and scorpio and you just went through the Scorpio South Node time. Correct. It was a very Scorpionic time for you. <laughs> right? To say the absolute least <laughs> about the last uh, year and a half, the whole yeah. transit of the, the Scorpio no- South Node um, through my natal business of Pluto, mm-hmm. plus just me being Pluto and Scorpio yeah. generation. Right. Um, was quite scorpionic yeah right (laughs) yeah we could go into that more when we talk about pluto and scorpio but yeah so it's it's important to be aware of and it it is a shift in kind of overall energy i think in some ways it's a welcome shift because scorpio is intense and difficult Mm -hmm. i mean every sign has its shadow but they have a different ways of manifesting the the shadow Mm -hmm. um yeah, so Libra, peacemaker, also the artist, uh, appreciates beauty. It's ruled by Venus. Libra is ruled by Venus. So v- Venusian values, beauty, peace, love, relationship. Mm-hmm. Relationship is huge. So we wanted to talk quite a bit about that because Libra is so focused on relationships and relating. And that's what makes Libra an excellent peacemaker mm-hmm. because they can understand everyone's perspective libra is also really good at paradox and seeing things from both sides which then makes libra somewhat indecisive mm-hmm. at times or whereas aries is that clear i know what i want i'm going right towards it and directness like mm-hmm. you said of just being clear taking action mm-hmm. not hesitating not people pleasing Aries also can have a reputation for being selfish because of that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's not really not always the case. I mean, you're the most unselfish person I've ever met. And you have an Aries son with Aries Jupiter. But because of all the Libra stuff in your chart and because your Aries energy is in the 12th house, which is a spiritual house and a house that's really oriented towards service, it just doesn't come out that way Mm -hmm. in fact i'm often encouraging you to be more selfish like what do you want Mm -hmm. what do you want to do and Mm -hmm. just just do it what you're doing more yeah yeah it it takes a lot of uh, practice and a lot of effort and a lot of courage Mm. and that i think is one of the main um aspects of what do you do with the with the nodes Mm. the south node is base is pretty much your how the hell are you going to get over mm. your past karma mm. and what, what you've propelled yourself into in this mm-hmm. lifetime? Mm-hmm. And your north node is your what you need to... It's the medicine for your south node. What do you need to do to to step into the future? What yeah. what could be your, your best, highest possibility for your future? And what I'm finding out is that I have... A, since I have a natal in my natal chart, Aries north node, I have spent... 35 years of my life doing mostly um, polite dishonesty 
with my relationships and the way I relate with the world, which has caused me to be um, in a state of not really where I want to be fully. And now that I have started to step into the the energy of, of Aries, which is my sun and my north node, um, it's it's actually easier and quicker hmm. and uh, feels more correct, but it's also hard. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest thing that there is to do. Yes. Like uh, for me, in my personal uh, circumstance for Aries North Node, uh, one of my most challenging um, experiences used to be how do I confront someone where I have an issue with them without, you know, like it's like my biggest fear when really the the best way is to just be direct, mm-hmm. direct action uh, helps everyone in the situation mm-hmm. as opposed to polite dishonesty. Right. Polite dishonesty will keep you in long suffering misery. Mm. Direct action will propel you into something. <laughs> right. Either, right. but it, it, what it won't do is be a lie. Right. You know, it won't be a long suffering. It'll be quick. You know, yeah. if you don't like something, you should just say, "Yeah, I don't like this," and yeah. then the person that that is doing it will understand that you don't like it, and then it's up to you and them to decide how you're going to move forward. But if you don't voice your own opinions of what you actually like or dislike you're going to be finding that you're getting going to get a lot of things you dislike Hmm. and that's where we're at now as a as a culture as a human Mm -hmm. species as Mm -hmm. a sentient being on Mm -hmm. planet earth Mm -hmm. everyone's getting a dose of Mm -hmm. should i just be politely Mm -hmm. dishonest Mm -hmm. with the -hmm. nature of reality Mm -hmm. at this moment Mm -hmm. i'm guessing no i'm guessing you shouldn't Right, and there's a, there's an opportunity for a complete restructuring of relationships, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm interested to see what happens, especially for people in this Pluto and Libra group, because Pluto and Libra, I've always felt like there's some kind of obligation for for this generation to help restructure relationships, mm-hmm. and I've felt this real lack of helpful real models like role models and information and the relationship stuff we've talked about it a little bit but the stuff that's out there just never worked for me it Mm -hmm. it, it never fit I tried all kinds of different things um you know I was previously married for 20 years and in that time I tried everything that was out there in terms of how to fix this relationship mm-hmm. mostly taking very libran approaches yeah i will sacrifice what i want i will try to please i will try to smooth things over until you can't you know because what happens with libra is that you push all that stuff down mm-hmm. and then eventually you lose it because yeah. you it's all pent up but I tried all, all kinds of self-help books. I tried therapy. I tried, uh, you know, 12-step programs for recovery from codependence. I, I tried that real hard, like mm-hmm. 10 years <laughs> serious trying. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did a lot of that, and it just was always really unsatisfactory to me. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like there just wasn't, 
I, I couldn't find anyone out there that had a relationship like what I actually wanted. Mm-hmm. I also didn't have the relationship that I wanted. I wasn't in the relationship I wanted either, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to make it into that. Um, but now, now that I do have the experience of having the relationship that I want and seeing how those things work, I'm still feeling like there just isn't, there's nothing out there that really rings true to our experience either. No. Like I couldn't find anything that was very helpful when I was in a suffering state. Mm-hmm. And I don't find anything that really seems true or it seems to reflect the happiness love state either. <laughs> right. You know. So I do think that this, like what will happen with this, Libra South Node coming passing all of the people's Pluto that have Pluto and Libra. Will mm-hmm. will it I mean it could bring a whole bunch of unhealed shit to the surface because that's what Pluto's function is partly. Yeah. And cause a lot of problems. But Pluto is also always about an opportunity for transformation. And so will there be that as well? Will there? That's yeah, that's exactly. the question. The we we were listening to uh, Stephen Forrest give a talk recently about the notes, and he was talking about how um, Pluto transits um, and and Mercury transits. The Mercury transits are can be just as intense as Pluto transits, but they they don't last very long. Whereas mm-hmm. a whereas a Pluto transit um, lasts so long, so it seems so intense. But from one, from my own personal experience, Pluto transits often are life death mm. types of transits where mm. where the experience is giving you an opportunity for transformation, mm-hmm. usually through deep pain, <laughs> right. deep suffering, misery yeah, uh, by by death, by a loss of job, mm-hmm. a loss of home, um, some sort of loss. O- oftentimes, it's just some sort of loss. It, it could be a ego loss of some kind um whereas a mercury transit could just be like a a missed email or a mm-hmm. um a delay in uh, communications right right um but at this point the pluto going through everyone's libra south you know, node so going through everyone's libra yeah south node yeah. going through everyone's libra um it's going to be quite the opportunity mm-hmm. for transformation or it may just be rough Right. It might just be rough as hell for for people in with those energies. Yeah. And um, I think before I discovered astrology, I was just kind of like, well, sometimes life sucks. <laughs> right. Right. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, that's the case. I mean, it, it, it may just be rough. Life often is rough. And without an understanding of what's happening or without... The, the right kind of commitment to working with what's happening. There's just a lot of suffering and difficulty. I think the the value, one of the primary values of astrology for me is the understanding, to be able to put it into a framework of understanding because mm-hmm. I am a conceptual philosophical person. Mm-hmm. I need meaning. I need to understand why, what's mm-hmm. happening. It's not that the astrology, I don't look to the astrology as the why. It's not that simplistic. It's not like, well, it's just happening because the Libra South Node is, it's more like, oh, the why is all these Libra 
themes are being activated right now. This is a time for Libra, Libran healing, healing of all these relationship issues, healing of passive aggressive type things, healing of all the things we've been discussing. Uh, to me, that is helpful. Mm-hmm. It's not like a um, just putting it onto the planets as an excuse or a you see that a lot too. I think with people that don't really understand astrology, they haven't really worked with it. They're just picking it up off of social media or something. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for an excuse, really. They're yeah. Looking why for... is my life sucking right now? Yeah. Oh, uh, Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Right. And that that's like an explanation of. Right. But, but really, you could be getting a great dose of energy yeah. that you yeah. could use for yeah. transformation yeah. if you if you felt it and and used it. Right. In, in a, from a awake point uh, of uh, acknowledgement of the energy as opposed to just like getting hit with things mm-hmm. without a um, perception that right. that's what it actually is happening. Right, right. And it, it's also really helpful to understand cycles and timing and how, how things change and that there is a g- kind of a bigger tapestry of meaning or there's some sort of process that's unfolding mm-hmm. in time with astrology so a pluto transit three years generally mm-hmm. i mean i just came out of pluto squaring my pluto which is called pluto square which everyone hits at a certain point pluto and libra people hit it around the late 30s like 38 39 mm-hmm. 40 for Pluto and Scorpio, you guys are going to hit it later, like 43, 44, because Pluto moves more slowly mm-hmm. through different signs. Yeah. But it's a cycle. Then you know, okay, I'm in, I'm in this time. It, it, it doesn't necessarily make it not difficult. Okay, it definitely doesn't make it not difficult. It's extremely difficult. Yeah. But life is extremely difficult. I mean, there's just not a way around that. I think it is what you're saying of how, uh, the choice. What are we doing with it? Is it an opportunity for transformation? Everyone likes to use the word transformation mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. it seems. But what actually is it? Mm-hmm. Pluto is death and rebirth. Mm-hmm. What is that like? Death is not fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, as far it's as I know. not really that fun, at least from our human perspective mm-hmm. it's scary can be painful mm-hmm. it's difficult to let go at best mm-hmm. then you have the bardo in the tibetan system would be the bardo mm-hmm. where you're in some sort of consciousness state in between lifetimes where you don't know what the hell's going on mm-hmm. you're having all kinds of different appearances that are manifestations of your own karma in your own mind that you have to fight through and then rebirth, you're going back through starting all over again. Right. <laughs> you know, being a baby is also painful. <laughs> being born is painful, you know. So, yeah, we're all for transformation until you start realizing what the hell that actually means. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder than you think. So, yeah. so courage, coming back to that, Aries. Mm-hmm. Aries is courage. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars is also courage. But the thing with the archetypes is that they're also the shadow. So Aries is courage, but also there's fear. Mm -hmm. Because wherever there's courage, there's fear. Courage doesn't mean anything without fear. Right. 
it wouldn't be courageous if there's no if it's not scary if it's right. not uh, something that to lose right I mean it, how easy is it to make a, a simple choice as opposed to if this choice is life or death mm-hmm. that takes courage mm-hmm. which is what does it even mean to be alive anyway mm. courage courageousness is um, should be included should be included in our in our existence mm-hmm. and with the lack of it uh, we have a less interesting less fulfilling way of life if mm-hmm. we're if we're always every single time we're, we're hit with a Pluto or a, a difficult energy if every single time we're hit with one of those energies we just take the easy mm-hmm. thing it's not going to be very fulfilling and it's not going to be very interesting mm-hmm. like oh, I hated my job so I just worked for 50 years hating it. Mm-hmm. Then I died later, right. one year after my retirement. Right. It might have been more interesting if you hated your job, quit your job, and then became a paraglider and then uh, died <laughs> paragliding uh, right. off of Mount Kilimanjaro. Right. You know, it, it, it takes courage. Right. And I think I wrote down once that courage is fear with action Mm -hmm. because I said it in a session to somebody and then I was like that's pretty good I like that (laughs) down Mm -hmm. to remember it for myself yeah because I think that's really the distinction what's the distinction between courage and fear Mm -hmm. action right that's really the only one because when you take the action you still feel afraid. Mm-hmm. I can attest to that. Yeah. Changing my life completely, taking the leap to be with you, mm-hmm. finding you, knowing I've found my soulmate. I have to completely change my entire life. Mm-hmm. I have to give up my whole way of life that I know mm-hmm. and take this massive leap. Yeah. No guarantees. It's going completely on intuition and instinct and feeling. It was terrifying. Yeah. It was terrifying for a while. Mm-hmm. It wasn't terrifying because you're terrifying. <laughs> it was terrifying because the action was terrifying. So, like, I took the action and I was still terrified. Yeah. For some time. Mm-hmm. So, the action doesn't alleviate the fear, but it transforms it. Or it, I don't know, what would you say? I mean, the action makes it into something that you're. You're participating in in the energy mm. when when you um, choose the non courageous choice, mm. when you accept the the polite dishonesty of, of the situation, mm. you're you're not participating in the in the energy. Mm. You're just like laying down, getting pissed on, which is one way to experience misery <laughs> yeah another way would be to to feel that you're being pissed on and move out of the way yeah and maybe strike back right you know that's the difference between um just accepting the the fact of the situation without the action it's just i don't know what you'd call it just just um passive it's passive yeah which yeah. pa- passive goes nowhere. Right. Uh, passive is just nothing. Mm-hmm. What What do you want with nothing? Nothing. <laughs> right. Nothing is going to happen 
right. you do nothing, nothing will happen. There's right. For sure, that, that's true. Right, which is why I'm thinking of different things that we like that are Aries-themed. You know, this idea of the spiritual warrior mm-hmm. is one that really resonates with us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and also anarchist philosophy and mm-hmm. theory. You know, it's not a... I feel like an, anarchist theory has a lot of good things to offer. Yeah. It's not a complete life philosophy for me because it doesn't have all of the elements of the spiritual life mm-hmm. and the eternal parts. But in terms of conceptualizing a basic approach to how to live, there's a lot of emphasis in, in anarchist theory on direct action. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. And direct experience. And so the difference between an anarchist approach, which would be much more Aries style, mm-hmm. and a Libran approach would be an Aries approach is I'm not waiting for reform. I'm not waiting for the system to change, to catch up to me. Mm-hmm. I am going to act immediately and live now mm-hmm. how I want to live. Right. And then if other people catch up, great. And if they don't, they don't this time. Right. But that's that thing I'm, I'm always saying about building the new within the shell of the old. Is from a some I don't even remember, honestly, the source of that. I read it years ago in some anarchist book. But the idea being... We can't wait. We can't wait for other people to give us permission. Very Libran thing, permission to live. Mm -hmm. We can't wait for it to be okay with everyone, Mm -hmm. how we want to live. We have to just do it. I mean, obviously... If we want to be alive. Yeah, if we want to be alive. And for people who aren't educated about anarchism... Um, please educate yourself. But you know what we're not talking about is the way that anarchism is used in mass media. We're not talking about throwing bricks through windows. No. We're talking about an actual philosophy that developed over a long period of time with strong thinkers and people really looking at political analysis, political meaning the polis, like the, the people mm-hmm. society. Right. Not about parties and all this bullshit which is nothing no anarchism really uh, basically is is without government yeah without uh coercion yeah without coercion without coercion and force yeah uh it's that's pretty much it everything else that has been labeled anarchist anarchy anarchism yeah it is not really at base what what it really is about or should be about really Right. It's just, if you're alive, you should be free. And to be free means doing what you want to do mm-hmm. with your own life and your own body, your own people you interact with. That's interesting in that documentary. So the documentary we watched is called The Wheel of Time uh, by Werner Herzog. And it came out in 2003. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where the monk, a monk is releasing, he's buying some birds from a vendor that are in a cage and then releasing them, which is a common Buddhist practice for generating merit to release animals that are tra- imprisoned or trapped, save animals. Mm-hmm. And I think Herzog asks him, why are you doing that? And he says, uh, because all beings have Buddha nature and all beings can be awake but you must be free mm-hmm. 
to become enlightened. Yeah. The first step is freedom. Mm-hmm. I, I think that fits with this of like, and, and freedom was a good Aries value mm-hmm. as well. I mean, what does freedom mean? We talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think there is a, a Libran trap where you're not making choices based on your own free thinking, your own freedom to be you. Mm-hmm. You're making choices based on what you think will please other people. And that spreads. I mean, it's it's spread. I think we were talking to you about the, what's happened with Pluto in Libra generation. Mm-hmm. What are some of the manifestations of that? Because Pluto does represent the shadow side. So it's it's similar in a way to South Node in Libra. Mm-hmm. Pluto in Libra has a similar kind of meaning. Mm-hmm. You've got some shadow karmic material. But there's these Libran shadows. I mean, political correctness is like, a, to me, that's a perfect Libran shadow metaphor. Mm-hmm. Polite dishonesty mm-hmm. is a political correctness. Say, just don't say anything that's going to ruffle anyone's feathers. And you can see how absurd that gets because there's no end to that. It can go on and on and on with no end of who are you going to offend now? You could offend anyone at Mm -hmm. any time. Can you stay current with what you're supposed to say and not say so that you don't offend other people? Mm -hmm. Aries is kind of like, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, put that on a post and then hit it, hit off the post with a baseball bat, Mm. that whole concept, Mm -hmm. because it's not going to work. And it's um, child, it's childish, really, Mm -hmm. the the concept that that you should be able to um, live by um, not offending anyone. Mm. It's Mm. it's offensive Mm. to (laughs) to even think that you should lie to people. Yeah. Lying is wrong, even if it's in a way that is making them feel good. Mm-hmm. I'd rather someone pol- uh, loudly spit on me <laughs> than quietly uh, plot my demise Right. in the shadows. Just punch me in the face. Yeah. Like, let's just have it be direct. Right. So we know. At least I know that I that, that this is what's happening. Right. When, when it's behind the scenes yeah. and, and it's for yeah. my own good. Yeah. Based on, what what do you mean is for my own good? How do you know what that is? Right. It might be for my own good to hear the truth. Right. I think the truth would be better. Yeah. And then we'll decide who who's you know. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all that kind of Libran shadow stuff, and then also going back to the point I started with about what will Pluto and Libra generation do about relationships Mm -hmm. because you can see some manifestations of that struggle i think there are some attempts at changing up relationship structure Mm -hmm. but it's not the scorpio it's not pluto and scorpio type changing up like the all the different stuff that's happening with different types of sexuality now and sexual rules and Mm -hmm multiple partners and all of these different things that's much more scorpionic Mm -hmm. that's pluto and scorpio which was what 85 to or 85 or 84 to 1995 Mm -hmm. is pluto and scorpio yeah 
So it's not that. It's more about the actual structure of relationship or how to negotiate or navigate an, an actually equal mm-hmm. relationship that mm-hmm. is harmonious yeah. and balanced. Because while on the one hand we're saying there's all this Libra shadow and we got to be aware of it, on the other hand, you can't just throw out any energy. The energy is there. Mm-hmm. All you can do is work with it. Mm-hmm. Like you're either going to transform it into something useful or it's going to haunt you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to just get rid of it. No. Like uh, example, it's easy to do examples for my own yeah. life right. and my own energy because I know myself yeah. fairly fairly well at this point. Right. Um, Pluto or uh, Libra energy is constantly at work in my daily life. Mm-hmm. Should I just be honest or should I just be diplomatic? Because it's it's much easier in mm-hmm. almost every situation, mm-hmm. at least in your mind, mm-hmm. it seems easier to just be diplomatic mm-hmm. because there's no confrontations. But what I'm finding lately in, in life is that every single time I actually just say what I'm actually thinking or or choose what I actually want to do or interact with someone in a way that is directly what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. the response is good. Right. I get a good response right. and, and the, th- the energy just moves on. Mm-hmm. I'm not stuck. Mm-hmm. I'm not stuck with this energy mm-hmm. of like all these swirling things. Right. I'm just getting this energy of it's over uh, tra- next transaction or next thing. Um, but it's a, the energy of the Libra uh, it doesn't go away just no. because I'm moving towards my north node right. and more interacting with my Aryan energy. Right. It, I'm still taking in, into account uh, on a daily basis yeah. of how I should use up that energy um, because it's still active in my life constantly. Right. Which is going to be because you have a Libra moon. Right. So you can't just say, like, same for me. I've got South South Node and Capricorn. Mm -hmm. But Venus is conjunct right next to my South Node Mm -hmm. in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So I have Venus in Capricorn. So I can't just say, I'm just going to reject all Capricorn type energy and do the opposite of that in every case. Mm -mm. And it's also not wise. It's like, why would you waste all this experience you have Mm -hmm. from your south node all your past lives all the things you've done with that energy you've learned so much Mm -hmm. to just try to throw that out is a waste really Mm -hmm. i mean this is wasting your actual life experience which is your wisdom right so i think it is a tricky question of how do you integrated into into your life in a useful way mm-hmm. i mean your libran moon and and your libra skills are are great I mean, they really come in handy like you don't get in fights with people mm-hmm. people like you everyone likes you <laughs> when they meet you you're just 
you know how to act in a way that is uh, polite and well-mannered and um, gracious. Mm -hmm. That's that's great quality. Mm -hmm. And it balances out Aries. So it's important that you use it. Mm -hmm. But it's also, yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky. How do you balance these things? Yeah, I don't know. I think most people don't know. No. Most people don't know yeah. what what to do. Right. And the thing that you try to do usually turns out to be something that you didn't want or mm -hmm. or uh, not what you expected. Yeah. Uh, but that's just how life is. Mm -hmm. um, and what are you going to do with the energy? I mean, what the energy mm -hmm. is there. Right. So... Um, the other issue I found is is like what you're talking about with the uh, seeking out advice or um, self help. Yeah, you know, all these uh, outside sources we're constantly looking for mm. and, and towards uh, yeah. to show us how do how do I uh, do what I need to do. Like, oftentimes people uh, have told me uh, or prior relationships of like, well. What I really want is a man who will just act and um, choose and and do the thing without having to be told what to do. Hmm. But I've also found that any uh, many times that I have done that in the past, I was met with vicious <laughs> um, <laughs> degradation over hmm. things that I had chose yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like a um, it confusing. Yeah. What should you do? Should yeah. you actually just do what you feel? Yeah. Or should you hold it in? Right. Uh, and then you seek out advice of like a therapist or yeah or or a book, a, yeah. a self help book. Yeah. And the advice you're going to get is extremely varied. Right. And you know, I don't know. It's confusing. It is confusing. And I think, I mean, another thing that I think is really valuable about astrology is the fact that we all have individual birth charts. Mm -hmm. So there isn't really canned advice. No. You have an Aries North Node. I have a Cancer North Node. Right. My Cancer North Node wants me to cry mm -hmm. more. Right. Wants me to be with family, nurturing, healing, emotional. Mm-hmm. It's actually healing a Capricorn lack of emotion, mm -hmm. whereas other people, it's completely reverse. They they need less emotion. Everything they're doing is over emotional, mm -hmm. and they need to balance that out. Or with Aries and Libra, you you need to speak up and talk about what it is that you want and need and desire and take action and do all of those things. But sometimes people are already way too far gone in that direction. They're selfish. They need to be less, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there is it. That's why this stuff doesn't work. I mean, that's why there is no answer. That's why we always say, like, we can't, we don't know the no. answer for anyone else. No. We can say what's worked for us, what's worked for us as individuals, what works for us as a couple. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much all you can do. Right. And then everybody has to figure out their own path. I mean, there's certain things that always work, mm -hmm. like um, be yourself. Right. 
be yourself always works Mm -hmm. because if it doesn't work with whatever situation you're in that's not the right situation right yeah if you have to use a libran diplomacy right to to interact with what you're doing it might not be the right thing for you to do if you have to hide your true nature in a situation you're most likely doing something that is not actually in line with what you actually want to do right right exactly what else should we talk about with Aries and Libra? What are you supposed to do with anger? Ah. Like right now, actually, thinking about it, I started to get angry a little mm. bit. Mm. What are we supposed mm. to do? Yeah. I don't know. What are we, what are we supposed to do? Mm. The question is always coming at you from every, from every angle, mm. everywhere you go. Mm. It's like, what, what are you supposed to do? Mm. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know what... What are, what is anyone supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Is Aries um, naturally capable of dealing with mm. the anger, anger mm. energy? Mm. Like what what are you supposed to do when when the nodes have changed from Aries, yeah, North Node, Libra South Node? When right. you're in the car right. and someone cuts you off, right? Are you supposed to politely break <laughs> and not hit them, right. or are you supposed to just ram them, right? You know, yeah. What what's the medicine for yeah for anger and, and the sudden mm. the sudden need for direct action? Yeah, I don't know. That's in, we could definitely talk about that because we've also both been experiencing it. I think um, maybe some of that's. I mean, we've had these Mars transits, but maybe some of it is also because the nodes changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was saying that yesterday about perhaps the. You know, anger has a crucial energy. Mm-hmm. It has a crucial truth in it and a, an, a power in it for mobilization, mm-hmm. for action, for uh, it's that divine masculine principle. Oh, there's another one with Aries mm-hmm. Libra. Yeah. I mean, Aries is the masculine, Libra is the feminine. Mm. Ah, yes. Way of dealing with things, which of course is has nothing to do with Male or female? No, obviously. If you've mm-hmm. got a Libra moon, I mean, there's times where I'm way more with my Aries rising. Mm-hmm. I'm much more con- action. Yeah, yeah confrontive. You mm-hmm. know, or I get I get angry faster mm-hmm. than you do most of the time. Right. Not yeah. Always, but, you know. So I yeah. I mean, what do you do? I think. What have we done? Well, the first thing we usually do is just acknowledge that it's. I'm feeling angry, mm-hmm. and I've got this energy. I don't know what's going on because usually we don't know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Like we know we're getting irritated with something, but we're not even sure why. Mm-hmm. So for us, I guess it would be first to acknowledge the energy, and then we start some sort of acknowledge it. To each other as mm-hmm. well. You can do it with yourself if you don't have a partner, but acknowledging it and then we start some sort of process of inquiry. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Why? For us, it's often linked to past lives, mm-hmm. and that is part of the South Node. That's what's going on with the South Node is that it's activating past life karma Mm -hmm. and so sometimes we have to sort out what's going on this is a past life thing something about this situation i mean one of the signs i think is that you have some sort of reaction that seems irrational Mm -hmm. like why am i so suddenly angry 
at this one thing that doesn't seem to warrant that kind of reaction, mm-hmm. that's often some kind of karmic thing. Right. You know, in our experience. So then some sort of inquiry, talking about it, and then sometimes something physical is needed. You got to go for a run. Got to go hit the heavy bag, lift weights, right? Clean the house mm-hmm. because it is the anger energy, which is it, which is Aries mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, is strong. What are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to? How are you supposed to do this in this in this world? Yeah. How How are you supposed to be angry? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we're walking around everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. We're we can't do mm-hmm. what is actually mm-hmm. required to show right. our dissatisfaction and anger. Right. What What are we supposed to do? I don't want to pay the bills uh, that are mm-hmm. fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stand in this mm-hmm. line that I don't want to stand in. I didn't right. want to come to the store. Right. I, I don't want to do... I, I'm operating at a general level of anger mm-hmm. all the time. And for people who are 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 not even trying to be on a spiritual path mm-hmm. it's even more pronounced so what what are we supposed to do now in, in this current mm-hmm. day and age with with our anger feelings mm-hmm. and thankfully we have each other right but we have no outlet we right. have no outlet in this current way of life mm-hmm. to exp- to accurately express mm-hmm. our anger and dis- dissatisfaction we have to most of the time, we have to go into a Libra mm. way yeah. to to hide yeah. our legitimate anger yeah. feelings, right? Because we can't just fight people. I mean, we could, right? But if, if you took the consequences, right, it's going to be consequences. Yeah, yeah. Well, and isn't that a, that's an Aries question right there? Right, like the risk, and I that does come back to like an anarchist type thing. I mean, I think that action, again, mm-hmm. is the best medicine for anger. Mm-hmm. Same as medicine for fear. Mm-hmm. It, it's the only thing to do. Take some kind of action. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean even an action that's directly related to the thing mm-hmm. that's causing you to feel the anger. Right. But it is something. It has to be something that feels... I mean, there's catharsis, which is just a venting of anger. Right. Although I think that's very limited. Mm -hmm. You know, looking at that, you have the Mahakala um, Tanka, like a little deity tapestry above your desk there. It's like the fierce, that's the fierce energy. And Mm -hmm. in Tibetan Buddhism, there's all these fierce deities and they are extremely fierce looking, wrathful. Mm -hmm. They're like standing on corpses. They have skulls around their necks. They're holding all kinds of weapons. Right. You know, they've got flames, multiple heads, teeth. Like, what are they doing? I mean, one thing they're showing is that that energy is a form of enlightened energy. Right. But what do they do with it? They're turning it on Mm. delusion. Right. On... On their own ego, yeah, yes, on, on yes. discompassionate, yeah, uh, on yeah. Uh, illusion, right. yeah, total uh, disillusionment, exactly. And like, um, what would be the Tibetan way of talking about it? You know, yeah, I mean, on all the the things that are the the three poisons, they're called desire, anger, and ignorance. 
um, yeah, of like take that fierceness and what do we direct it at? Mm. Um, but that's not the same thing as like direct it at yourself and then become super uh, Virgoan critical, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, like God, I'm so stupid. Yeah. I hit myself. No. Oh, God, I, I, I can't believe how dumb I am. I'm going to be take it. I'm really going to show myself who's boss later. Yeah. Because I've done something so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like to me it will work to find something that's meaningful and then fight for that, which could be a really small thing. I mean, maybe for us, it feels like right now, some of our biggest priorities are staying in a state of love what does that mean Mm -hmm. doing what we love Mm -hmm. as much as we possibly can keeping ourselves connected staying um you know that's a a top priority defending that and fighting for that Mm -hmm. and then another one would be freedom right and like how do we preserve our freedom how do we keep ourselves from becoming slaves to the system Mm putting our energy into that right of like well what can we do we're working on this move mm-hmm. to new mexico we're trying to figure out how we can live in a way that will be the least chained to the system that we can be the most free right and then putting our energy into that is a way of using anger i guess that's the best thing i've found is like to try to use it in some way Mm-hmm. I mean, but there are times. I mean, I'm Aries rising with a Sagittarius sun and moon, mm-hmm. which is a fire sign as well. Sagittarius. Right. So there are times where I just have to say something, right? Or I have to confront someone. Or mm-hmm. I was a boxer. I do have to just punch things occasionally. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to do mm-hmm. without causing unnecessary harm. Mm, yeah, the Aries, the, the Aries energy is the the exact right amount of force. Yeah. At the right moment, no more, no less. Like um, a punch will suffice, mm-hmm. not a elbow to the face. Mm-hmm. A punch is good, mm-hmm. or sometimes it's just a stern look, mm-hmm. <laughs> or a uh, you know. Yeah. The right amount of energy. Yeah, and I think sometimes... I mean, I think venting can work, but it has to be... I don't know if it's even just venting. Like, I will feel better if I tell you Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling and talk it through because you're an excellent listener and I know you understand. Mm -hmm. It probably wouldn't... I I know it wouldn't work to try to vent to someone who doesn't understand what the anger is about Mm -hmm. on a deep level. Or who doesn't listen, mm-hmm. or who will try to change it, or judge it, or those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe where Libran, the Libran balance can be beneficial because Libra, being so relational, being so much about connection, can be good at those things. Like Libra can be a good counselor. Mm-hmm. Aries needs Libra. <laughs> Uh, definitely help help us settle down sometimes yeah i can't just slice everything right something needs to be saved yeah because 
most likely I will keep living. So yeah. you can't make every single decision on impulse every single right. time. Right. You may need some discernment, some some Libran um, balance mm -hmm. uh, between a direct action and a diplomatic yeah. choice. Right. Right. I mean, I think in my experience, and maybe that's because I'm Pluto and Libra and most of the people I've known are around that, not everyone, but it does seem like generally in the society now, there is much more of a Libran shadow. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could say, oh, we live in this incredibly violent society and this and that. But actually, if you look through history, this is the least violent time of human history. I've never seen a hanging. I mean, I've never even been to one. There's no crucifixions. No, I, there, I mean, not that many. No, right. I mean, in Albuquerque, oh, could be in a crucifixion, but not too often. Every now and again. Right. Yeah. Like it seems, and and the the culture, the, the culture has become, and we are also currently living in the Midwest, which is just like a passive aggressive hell. Mm -hmm. You know, where there's no directness. People are always, people are aggressive and, and mean and, and all those things, but they do it in an indirect way mm -hmm. without telling you to your face. Right. You know, so I think generally there's a tendency to be more on the Libran shadow right now mm -hmm. than the Aries, which is also part of probably all of the brainwashing and all of the, the mass media system the whole system whatever we want to call it mm -hmm. it's all those things social media government the economic system the family systems the all of the structure that's completely enmeshed and all around us seems to all be built on a much more libran principle of just behave yourself just shut up mm. just mm. do what you're told just mm. don't speak out don't cause problems yeah just what how dare you how dare you think that you can just be free mm. look at all of us mm. we're all suffering you should suffer too mm -hmm. it's not okay i know you want to be a professional skateboarder little tiny yeah derek yeah that's that won't work you need to be a practical mm -hmm. you need to pick a practical job like an electrician like an electrician uh that's that's um not right it's gonna lead to yeah anger right <laughs> on a mass scale eventually right. which i think some of that is is happening in life and yeah. and culturally yeah. in 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 the system yeah it's starting to like bubble up bubble up and and become more apparent more um not so behind the scenes i mean how many Decades can we go of polite, mm -hmm. um, just sucking it in? Right. I don't think we can go too much more. <laughs> yeah, and like this thing of the warrior values not being valued. Mm -hmm. Like you, I mean, maybe there's something about your experience you would want to share in the army mm -hmm. and then coming back to society. And I mean, the army is very Aries. It doesn't get much more Aries than that. No. You know, and the infantry mm -hmm. where you were particularly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything from that that you feel fits this 
this conversation. I mean, that that put you directly in the flow mm-hmm. of Aries energy. Yeah. And then you came from that and actually went way back into the Libra energy, mm-hmm. like getting married and trying to do the things everyone told you to do. Right. It's much easier and much more efficient to uh, just do the things that are necessary for war or for Mm. battle Mm. um, and to act in accordance with those few things. Mm. Um, Like just eat, sleep, prepare, and uh, fight. Uh, One thing about the infantry as well uh, is at that time there's no women Ah. Women aren't allowed. So the there's no um, other qualities mm. going on mm-hmm. with, with the Aryan energy. Mm. It, it's just um, act. Mm. Just constant action. Mm. Like, what am I going to do today? I have to wake up, do PT, uh, do some battle what, drills. What's PT? Physical training. Oh, yeah. Like, run in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um go do battle drills, whatever type of weapons training I might have for the day, um, and then go back for final formation. It's all um, from one action to Mm -hmm. the next Mm -hmm. without any sort of like um, trying to keep keep yourself in check. It's like open, just open hostility almost (laughs) everywhere you go. It's like, holy shit, yeah. everywhere you go, someone yeah. is uh, going to kick your ass yeah. or you might have to kick someone's ass. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of a, it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's a simple way to live, really. Mm-hmm. There's not any uh, mind games going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is interesting because then you came back and almost swung the other way in your own life of going into the Libran thing Mm -hmm. which must have been hard i mean coming from that to going into i've just got to get along i gotta get along with everybody get make sure the family's all getting along Mm -hmm. get along at work yeah it's difficult it's difficult i think in general not just for from army army to civilian um thing i think people uh nowadays would would be better off if if they could just have direct action and and not have to pretend mm-hmm. constantly all the time. Yeah. And just to meet their direct needs um without you know. Right. Oh right. Okay, so and then speaking of the pretending thing, we've been talking a lot about social media mm-hmm. and what that does. Mm-hmm. And that's all pretend. Right. The whole thing is pretend and none of it is action. Right. So maybe that's something with the Libra and South Node that is going to need to be mm. shaken up or challenged. Because I think what, what ends up happening or what, what I've observed is that people, social media becomes a substitute for action. Mm-hmm. They, they think they're doing something because they're putting things on social media, but it's actually nothing. Mm-hmm. Not actually doing anything. Right. In their lives. No. And then they're unhappy, and the main thing they really need is action in their life, in the real world. Right. Actual action. Yeah. Lived by them. Right. Yeah. That that has whole, has happened on a grand scale. Yeah. Since 
I've been alive. Mm-hmm. We we've been in this this false world where nothing is ever actually happening to ourselves. We're just supposed to accept bullshit that no one wants to do and live. If you want to be happy, just watch TV. Yeah. There's people yeah. doing interesting shit on television. Uh, yeah. There's there's if you if that's not interesting, watch sports. People are doing interesting things oh, yeah. on sports. If yeah. if that's not interesting, pick one other one of another mm-hmm. uh, thing right. that that's actually not you doing shit. Right. Um, I think we're about to enter a period of time where people are going to realize on a mass level that. Maybe we might have to do something. <laughs> right. We might actually have to do something to to be yeah. fulfilled. Yeah. We might we might not be able to to hold it in mm-hmm. any longer. Mm-hmm. And then then what? Right. You know, I don't know. Thank God. If that happens, thank God. Right. It would be much simpler, happier. I would be happier. I would be much happier if no one went to work at, <laughs> at Walmart. Yeah. Ever again. Right. I, I would be much happier if there was if there was no such thing as a barista. <laughs> there are no baristas. I am my own barista because barista is just someone who pours coffee in, in a glass. Yeah, I can do that myself, <laughs> right. which I can do at home much yeah. better. Yeah, like everyone should just do actual loving things they want to do mm. without accepting shit. <laughs> Like the the time for compromising everything, I think, is coming to a collapse. We're we're at we've reached peak politeness. Mm. We're at peak politeness, and we're about to enter into um, explosion. Yeah, explosion zone. Yeah, and yeah, that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think the next year and a half of the nodes going into what they're going into. Aries, North Node, Libra, South Node. I think we're about to enter into a period of people uh, not being able to take it anymore. Mm. I could be wrong, you know. But as far as my own life goes, if that's any gauge, (laughs) which I don't know if it is, but I can feel it. Mm -hmm. I can feel the energy of it. And I've been feeling the energy of it for a long Mm -hmm. period of time. But Mm -hmm. recently it's becoming more pronounced. Yeah. I mean, I I know for me personally, and for you, and anyone that is directly in my matrix, mm-hmm. we're not doing, we're not participating. Right. I, I no longer. I I've given my notice mm-hmm. to the system. Mm-hmm. I'm not participating. Sorry, uh, my my punch card is no longer valid. Mm-hmm. Uh, my punch card is now um, the universe, the sun. Mm-hmm. The sun punches my time card mm-hmm. at this point. Hmm. So fuck off. <laughs> I think that might be an excellent place to end. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Um, so what does it mean? I don't. What does it mean? Aries North Node, Libra South Node. It means. Um, it possibly means fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>